I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thanks, Yang. Hey, everybody, up Cam Stewart with your sports grid news and betting update. Get on the grid, everybody. Yeah, the blue crew, no Yelich, no problem. They did it again. Milwaukee clinching a playoff spot yesterday, and today the Brew Crew swept away the Reds with a 5-3 win this afternoon. It's the Brewers' seven straight, 11th in their last 12. They're on fire. Milwaukee now just one game back of the St. Louis Cardinals. It's the NL Central lead, too. They were way back. Anderson the win. Castillo the loss. Hater save number 37. Orlando Arcia, three RBI in the victory. Minnesota, they hammered Detroit 10-4 this afternoon. Smeltzer the win from Joe's Fish Market. Zimmerman the loss. Boston and Texas games in progress. Rangers up 7-5, bottom 8. L.A. Dodgers and Padres were scoreless in the bottom of the 5th. Colorado and San Fran tied at 1 in the bottom of the 4th. And Philly and Washington, the Nats up 2-0, bottom 3. Here's the rest of the MLB matchups and betting board for tonight. 7-0-5 action. Cubs minus 120 at Pittsburgh, 8.5. Quintana versus Musgrove. At 7-10, we got Miami in the Mets. Mets minus 280, total 8.5. Yamamoto versus the Wheeler Dealer. 810, we got Cleveland minus a buck 85 at the White Sox. Savali versus Cease, total nine. At uh, 1007, action Houston minus 240 at the LA Angels. Miley versus Berea, we got a total of nine and a half. And in the late game, 1010, Oakland laying 260 at Seattle, total nine. Manaya versus King Felix Hernandez. Despite his intention to end his holdout today, Melvin Gordon plans to move on from the Chargers after the season. This according to ESPN. Gordon is scheduled to hit free agency in 2020 and is likely uh, to seek a contract among the NFL's highest paid running backs. The 26-year-old hopes to make uh, $13 million a year. That's a lot of money. The Chargers were unwilling to meet his request and granted Gordon permission to seek a trade after. Over the holdout, Gordon has now lost over $989,000 in base salary and will be subject to $1.2 million worth of fines to uh, his three games holdout according to adam schefter however gordon can still earn 4.62 million in base salary for the rest of the 2019 season he's not going to suit up sunday versus miami but could make his debut for the bolts in week five versus the denver broncos the nfl has dropped its proposal for an 18 game regular season sched in the next collective bargaining agreement and instead focused on expanding to 17 games the new proposal will reportedly also include the reduction of one or two preseason games. The current CBA, it will expire in 2021. Saquon Barkley won't need ankle surgery after all. A noted specialist recommended that the New York Giants star running back should not undergo surgery to repair his injured ankle. This, according to the NFL Network, Barkley had been seeking a second opinion on his high ankle sprain with surgery considered to be one of the options the former penn state star rushing for 237 yards so far this season and he's going to be reported out four to eight weeks wayne gullman will lead the back for the g-men when they take on the rival redskins at metlife stadium in week four sunday finally the nfl thursday nighter let's hope it's a good one philadelphia and green bay packers laying four and a half total 47 kickoff 815 the nfl also announcing jennifer lopez along with shakira will be headlining the super bowl halftime show in miami this year Let's take a look at the halftime lines for tonight's game. First quarter, Green Bay minus a half, total nine and a half. And uh, yeah, sorry, first quarter, Green Bay minus a half, total nine and a half. First half, Green Bay minus three, over under 22 and a half. NCAA football, one game Thursday night, Navy at Memphis. The Memphis Tigers laying 11 and a half, total 54. Kickoff at 8 p.m. Eastern. First half line, Memphis laying a touchdown, minus seven, 27 and a half the total. In the NBA, the league notified teams this week that they must certify and subject the exact precise height and age for every player within the worst week of training camp. This, according to Mark Stein of the New York Times, height will now be measured with players with their shoes off as well. 
players notably lied about their age and height for years. And the NBA's G League, they're going to experiment with single foul shots this season, which will make free throws worth one, two, or three points, depending on the infraction, in order to reduce game times. It's expected game times will be reduced by six to eight minutes with the implementation of this new rule. Hockey legend Guy Lafleur expected to make a full recovery after undergoing heart surgery. Round one of the PGA Safeway uh, Open from Wine Country in California. And after Napa Valley, Adam Scott leads minus seven. The Aussie in the clubhouse. Former NFLer, though, a big story brewing. Tony Romo playing well. He finished at two under, just five off the lead. Great performance. European Tour Alfred Lynx championship from St. Andrews in Scotland. South African Justin Walters. He leads the way at minus nine after 18 holes. The man went very, very low today. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio live from the Sports Grid studio at the Meadowlands. We're going to talk a little football, get some picks with our buddy Whale Capper, college game on the board tonight, and late night baseball. We got baseball in progress right now. It's Red Heat and Rage, hour one on Sports Grid, and it's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage has begun. I am Marenzi. We're at the Sports Grid Studios. FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. Countdown is on Thursday night to football. Green Bay Packers host the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, it's going to be a full house uh, here this evening, I can tell. Uh, there's a lot of people, hundreds of people already uh, flowing in uh, right now. They've got the upstairs uh, open this evening. So it's... Um, Two floors of madness uh, here at the Meadowlands. The raging redhead Cam Stewart ready for a big night of uh, football uh, tonight. Uh, we had the uh, Chicago Bears and the Washington Redskins on uh, Monday night football. Last Ooh. Thursday, we had the Titans and the Jags. So at least Cam tonight, Ooh. there should be some action. Generally, these Thursday night games are low scoring. Uh, but I think tonight we're going to have an old-school, uh, old-fashioned track meet shootout between Carson Wentz and Aaron Rodgers. What's going on, Cam? What's happening, Gabe? Couldn't agree more. Uh, a lot of people, too, if you look at where the money's going, it's on Green Bay to the under. I'm actually going to be on Philadelphia in the over. I feel the exact same way. I think Carson Wentz will be able to score. I know Green Bay's defense has been great the first couple weeks, but, hey, man, this is a new team, new attitude, desperate Philadelphia team. they got to win. And Gabe, just an update, too, if you didn't hear the update from golf, Tony Romo's actually, like, inside T25 right now. Got to give him a lot of love. He shot two under today, so uh, the leader's at seven under, but Tony Romo very much inside the cut line, two under and in the clubhouse. Way to go, Tony. If Tony Romo wasn't a football analyst and he dedicated himself solely to golf, I think he could make good. the senior tour, Cam. Oh, I, I agree. 100%. You know, like he's he's that good. He's mm-hmm. yeah, he's like a natural. He's a hell of a golfer. You know, and, and golf is a type of thing you got to put the time in, and he just doesn't have the time to do it. And in fact, it's amazing that he's good as he is when you consider how busy he is. Ken, it's unbelievable, Gabe. The guy's two under today. I know the Safeway tournament. I'm watching it right now, but. Take a look at the guys that he's ahead of right now. Guys who are regular tour players, guys who have made millions of dollars. It's one round of golf, but the guy shot two under, and he sits like T22 right now. A lot of guys are hitting the yeah. course because it's in California. Three hours difference, but what a performance. Like Usually he starts off four or five over, trying to grind, doesn't even get close to the cut. So if Tony 
plays the same type of round tomorrow, Gabe. We'll be seeing Tony Romo on the weekend and a different broadcasting crew for the Sunday Nighter. They'll have to get somebody to, to fill in for uh, the Minnesota-Chicago game. Didn't think he saw this one coming, but good on Tony. You're right. He's got natural skills, and he looked good today. You know, it's amazing. And think, you know, years of, of playing football in which he was just sort of recreationally uh, playing golf in the offseason to be as good as he is. I'll put it this way. As you stated, he's beating, like, professional golfers. Could professional golfers uh, step onto an NFL football field and be leading after the first quarter? I no. don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. They'd be Steph dead. Curry's a pretty good golfer, too. Actually, he is. Steph Play Curry's pretty good, too. Yep. Steph Curry looks great. He bombs the ball, too. All right, so we're, we're feeling this game. We've got the Packers. we got the Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage, get on the grid. Uh, Sports Grid, I'm Marenzi with the FanDuel Sportsbook, Sports Grid Studios. Uh, Meadowlands uh, should be a rocking environment uh, here this evening. Thursday night uh, football. People are excited uh, compared to uh, past primetime games uh, that we've had. Let's uh, let's get right down to business uh, here. Let's bring in a whale capper who joins us via Skype for the first time on the program. And we couldn't be happier. Whale Capper, what's going on, buddy? Gabe, looking good, man. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Look at you, man. Of course. <laughs> you're the only guy in the business that can pull it off. <laughs> like, you're always, I see your podcast. You're doing hits with other people. They're like in a basement. It's all dark. There's like pizza boxes and stuff. You're like on a ski slope. You're in the mountains. Look at him, Cam. Look at this guy's setting that he has. What are you in Big Bear? You got a, you got a house up there in Big Bear or something? <laughs> no, uh, we're <laughs> no, we're just, we're just hanging out, hanging out at the uh, in the in the uh, the green space outside my workplace. So beautiful day today. Hey, beautiful we have a lot summer of guys Southern California. Who work for the company that can't even get a feed, and we got you outside looking good, <laughs> locked open glasses. I know. <laughs> it's amazing to me. Tech, Mike blew it. Cap, he gets it done. <laughs> Let's just say, don't say people at the network. Don't say people at the network. Let's call it out by name. Like, Mike Blewett can't use a phone properly, and Will Capper's banging off, like, hits from, like, a, you know, a patio in California. Um, whatever whatever cell phone service you're on, give a free plug. You are like, there's no way this is T-Mobile. So uh, what, yeah. what are you on? You're on Verizon? What's your service? Yeah, no, this, is, uh, this is AT&T. AT&T's doing right by me. They got the, uh, the, L- the AT&T. Uh, data, data going Ooh. on me here in, in California. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, sound great, Will Capper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AT&T's getting it done. Feel good. Yeah, AT&T's sure, getting it sure. done for you, Will Capper. For sure, for sure. All right, so how about this, guys? Will Capper looks good, but I'm bringing facts. And I'm looking pretty good myself. You can't see me, Will Capper, but oh, yeah, I'm, no, I I'm raised you. it up yeah, a notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you look professional. Yeah, you uh, got yeah, the yeah. professional good. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I appreciate nice. that. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate that. And so does Cam. Cam looks very professional as well. Cam looks like a bigger, older Sean McVay. You used to look like Tom Cable, but 
Like Sean McVay, Cam. Like I'm telling you, Sean McVay's got a hot wife too. Like you know, you got some Sean McVay uh, going on in you. But all right, how about this, guys? So, um, th- since 1980, since 1980, it's only happened. Um, it's only happened ten times that a team that is three and zero ATS plays a team that's zero and three ATS. Mm. The team that is three and zero ATS is 10 and 0 ATS in this matchup. Oh boy. Yet normally I would respect a trend like that and the Green Bay Packers are 3 and 0 against the spread this year and the um, Philadelphia Eagles have been burning money. Um, they are 0 and 3 against the spread uh, this year, but I thought that was an interesting uh, tidbit from Mark Lawrence's database. But I'll jump right in right now, Will Capper, and I'll tell you, I like the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game outright uh, tonight. They're a desperate football team uh, that will be able to move the ball. I know Green Bay's defense has been good, but Green Bay's defense has played subpar offenses. You know, Chicago Bears in, in week one, Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings, and they're scared to let Kirk throw the football. Um, in week two, Joe Flacco in week three. This is a step up uh, right now. Even with the, the hurt wide receivers and Alshon Jeffrey's going to be back tonight, Carson Wentz will move the football. You know, they're, they're going to get into the 20s uh, tonight against this Green Bay Packer team. And we haven't seen the Packers offense. Guys, even though the Packers are 3-0, and this is the first time tonight this year that the Packers offense is going to have to be able to move the football. The defense has carried them so far. I think the Eagles come to play tonight. They've got a winning pedigree. Uh, Peterson knows how to handle these Thursday nighters. He's 4-0 and uh, straight up on Thursday night football. Carson Wentz is 3-0 and on uh, Thursday night football. And, man, the Eagles haven't lost a football game by more than four points uh, this year. They've been in it despite the injuries. The Eagles win the game outright, Well, Capper. Okay, we are we are on the same level in this game. Yep. This is uh, that 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 was well broken down. All of your points are super valid. This is a great buy low spot on the Eagles. Uh, and you know the zero and three, three and zero thing. I, honestly, like I'm not. I'm I'm more interested actually in when when you have a home team that's that's at home three weeks in a row and they're covering the way the Packers are, and the Packers are a public team anyway. You're going to get a situation where they're inflated in terms of uh, in terms of price, and we've expected to see a look ahead where the Packers were minus two and a half in this game. I was excited for that opportunity. I was going to back the Eagles then, but instead of minus two and a half, they opened it at minus three and a half. It's been up to four and a half. That's when I got involved. I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. The Eagles are the right side in this game for a lot of reasons. The pun that you just mentioned, the Packers' defense has looked amazing this year, but they've played. Absolutely nobody in terms of passing efficiency or passing effectiveness. Doug Peterson kind of led on a little bit, I feel like, before that Lions game that he was thinking about this Packers game. You know, he's the kind of guy that very, very carefully looks at where is my Thursday game on my schedule, and I better be prepped for that game. Yep. In fact, I'm going to yep. wait. I'm going to go two weeks ahead of time, and I'm going to you know make sure that the week preceding, I dedicate some of my time and some of my staff to prepping for that uh, that Green Bay game. What do you have on the other side of the ball? You have a coach in uh, Matt LaFleur who has never been in this situation before. He has never had to prep for a Thursday night game on a short week. He does not know what it takes to get it done in terms of having to be ahead of the ahead of the game, ahead of the ball here. 
And I think that's going to show up. And honestly, like if this was like a smooth, you know, the every offense was clicking for Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers looked like the Aaron Rodgers of four or five years ago. I would say, yeah, maybe they can get away with a short week of prep. They don't need any wrinkles to to kind of to get it done in this game. But that's not what we're seeing right now with this Green Bay offense. People look at their their box score last week and they're like, Green Bay got to twenty seven. They're back. Well, if you break it down a little bit more, fourteen of those points came on exceptionally short fields by really yeah. ludicrous turnovers from the uh, you know from the um, from the Broncos. So I think this is this is going to be a very tough test for the Green Bay Packers, and I'm in lockstep with you that the that the number is too big. Love love Philly plus four four and a half, uh, and uh, money line looks pretty damn good too because they are absolutely live in the spot. Uh, Cam. Well, Bree's a crowd. Uh, we're, we're, we're all there. I, to, I, I told you right off the top. Bree's company. Uh, Bree's company, man. Yeah, we're, I, I guess I'm Larry or I don't know. I don't know which one is which. Will Capper's obviously. No, he's cool. He's the no, Will Capper's cool. Larry. He's Larry. Yeah, Will Capper's Larry. Will Capper's Larry. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, he's Jack. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Who am I, Mr. Gotta get Furley? the chest hair going a little bit. Yeah, I got to be Mr. Furley. Hey, Will Capper, where's the rent money? Let's go down anyway. to the, yeah. Let's go watch the Regal game at the Beagle. Regal Beagle. Yeah, we're going down to the Regal oh. Beagle. We're all on the Eagles. Yeah. I, like, I, I agree with all your points. I think Philadelphia is also, you can't uh, talk about a desperation team. And Will Capper, you brought up great points. For people that didn't see that Denver game, Denver was moving the ball on Green Bay. These were exceptionally bad turnovers. They were in that game and almost still covered the number playing a pathetic game. Like, Green Bay, very, don't let that score fool you. Denver was actually there and should have covered. I'm with you. I know the Eagles have injuries. I think a lot more to Miles Sanders. He had two catches for around 80 yards in that game in that spot. I think it's a perfect spot for Carson Wentz to attack lots of dump-offs. And uh, to Gabe's earlier point, I think people were thinking under. I think we see points tonight, an old school, you know, 31-27 type of game. We're going to get an old uh, back-and-forth college-style game, Big 12 style, between the Packers and Eagles. I'm taking the points, and I'm taking the money now as well. Ah, ah, ah. Fly, Eagle, fly. <laughs> yeah. Ah. We're soaring, Cam. That's good, man. We're, so- we're soaring. Like whale capper. Yeah, I got people. I got people walking past on on the on the ele- the escalator here, and I'm on. They're like, "Who do you like? Who do you like?" So I just did the signal as you guys were talking. I did this. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? That that's Eagles. Yeah, yep. that that's the Eagles. Why? Why? You look good, Will Capper. <laughs> Eagles flying right around your head. Outside. All right, we'll take. We'll take a quick break. We'll see if there's any. We'll see if there's any props uh, that we'll hit, and then we'll talk uh, NFL football week four. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. I see that Jay Z, uh, Jay Z's uh, relationship with the uh, the NFL is already paying uh, dividends, uh, handling the uh, the halftime performance of the Super Bowl. Uh, normally, um, normally I'll complain about the Super Bowl uh, halftime performance, yep. and normally I do not watch the uh, Super Bowl halftime performance. Usually, I'm in Vegas, and it's time to step outside and uh, medicate. 
and uh, reevaluate, you know, how you're going to approach uh, the uh, the second half. But I tell you what, I'll be watching this year's halftime Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira will Whoa. appear together on a stage for the first time together. And I got to tell you, man, that's a lot of ass on one stage, man. <laughs> like, that is. Like, 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 damn. <laughs> like, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira shaking hips and twerking at the same time. That, that's going uh, to break the internet, Super Bowl Sunday. That's going to break the internet. And uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, breaking uh, the internet, <laughs> I have to bring this up as well. Um, there's actually props out there in the offshore world. There's props out there in the offshore world with, uh, will a dildo be thrown on the field this week in Buffalo? And um, it's, a, it's, it's a reputed book uh, as well. So it's a reputed book. I'm telling you out there. If you just you look up the prop guys, bet yes. yes. I guarantee you somebody yes. will throw a dildo on the field. I, I guarantee you. It's a lot. Did you look at It's uh, minus one thirty. It's free oh, money. It's, it, it is. is. It's, it's Buffalo. Yeah, it's a free you don't bet. think one of these wackos is gonna do it? There might be two dildos. It, I'd like to deal two dildos at plus money. Yeah. The greatest part is if you they looked at the reply. Did you look at the replies? <laughs> yeah. Like it's, they're like 50 people who are all like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to bet exactly. this and I'm going to go do it. Like they oh, really? literally set up a situation <laughs> yeah, where no. like 100 people are going to do this <laughs> just to win the bet. That's, that's great. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, normally you can't affect bets, but this one you literally yeah, can. can. And it's like, yeah, you can get arrested. But the thing is, people in Buffalo don't care about getting arrested. I've been arrested in a Buffalo Bill game. And I was at the court, Whale Capper, and it's right out of Night Court. Remember the TV show with Harry? Sure. Yeah, sure. It's like Night It's right here, Cam. Cam, like oh. the judge knew everyone's name. He's like, Linda, we've been through this. You can't take pills and drive your car. Right? She's like, oh, I'm sorry, judge. You know what I mean? Like, he knew everyone's name, Whale Capper. He's like, Ricky, what's this, your fourth arrest in a Bills game? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they don't right. care. <laughs> like, like it's like it's not like in you know whatever. It's like a badge of honor. Yeah, yeah. I got busted throwing a dildo at Brady. Like yeah. it's a thing. Plus, it's it's going to happen, uh, and I didn't know that. Well, so a, a bunch of people yeah. are saying, "Oh yeah, I'm going to do it." Right? <laughs> yeah. Plus, yeah. How are you going to arrest gr- all fifty, all hundred people? Going to get arrested? Like, what? How, how are you going to yeah. know? How are you going to know who threw what? <laughs> how are you going to prove it? <laughs> I tell you. It's a great week. The two busiest weeks at uh, local sex shops in uh, Buffalo, Valentine's Day week and Tom Brady week. <laughs> exactly. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> They're going to run out of dildos in, uh, in Buffalo. <laughs> All right. So um, part, of the, uh, part of the props uh, tonight. So. What do you think? Quickly on, on we can't keep you forever. I know you're busy, Will Capper. So let's get down. Sure, to sure, sure. Uh, props yeah. tonight. You like anything? I think the game's going to be a higher scoring game. I got the Eagles winning 27-24. Aaron Rodgers has only gone over 21 and a half completions once this year. He hasn't had to. Tonight he's going to have to. They're going to have to throw the ball a bit. And I mean, listen, I like Carson Wentz. I like this Eagles offense, but the Eagles secondary is going to get lit up. Like, Aaron Rodgers yeah. will throw the ball. It's the first time they're going to be tested. But I think the game's going to go over the number tonight, Will Capper. What's your, what's your take? Yeah, I would I would agree with you on that. And I would actually think that um, 
I mean, the way I see this game script playing out, I think that uh, Philly's aggressiveness, Philly's kind of advantage from a game plan standpoint will put them ahead early, which means you're going to see a lot of Green Bay kind of playing catch up and the pass attempts for Rodgers makes a ton of sense. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's going to be interesting to see if he can kind of throw them back into the game with how rusty he's looked so far this season. And he's holding on to the ball an awful hell of a, lot, hell of a long time, too. And the, the, uh, the Eagles haven't really been – their pressure rates – are among the best in the league, but their actual sack rates have not been good. This sets up for a perfect storm because Rodgers is holding on to the ball too long. Philly over sacks is a great look. Um, and uh, I would say from the Eagles side of things, um, the Packers are a pretty poor rush defensive team. Um, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, uh, if Philly Yeah, but can the Eagles run the ball? Around. Well, they have the offensive They haven't line, yet. And, and, uh, yeah, they haven't, they haven't yet. yet. Right, right. And they, they haven't... Um, they haven't really, and, and you know, they've they've been running in, in kind of the they've been wrong from behind though a lot. Situation. They've actually been trailing. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, yeah. well, Capper, but yeah, right. they've been no, trailing. You're exactly yeah. right. You're exactly right. They had the game state hasn't really led to led to them being able to do that, but uh, you know, I would I would expect if uh, if the Eagles can kind of be aggressive and, and get themselves out there early and, and get a lead, then uh, second half you're going to see a lot of Eagles rush attempts and you'll see a lot of uh, Green Bay pass attempts. That's up for uh, some sacks. That's up for some Eagles rushing yards. Um, and you know, I'm not expecting much out of Alshon Jeffrey. He's not a guy that really likes to play through injuries. I know he'll be out there, but he may be running more of a decoy look. I would still look for Aguilar to be the number one uh, target receiver here in this game, um, and uh, a little bit on Ertz as well because you can you can you can uh, you can do some damage to the uh, Packers over the middle. It's when you're really trying to attack them down the field that their their cover corners are pretty damn good. So uh, I think uh, I think the Eagles are. You know, I, I agree with you though. Overall, this sets up for an over, and uh, we'll see a lot of pass attempts from Aaron Rodgers tonight. I see we've got, uh, pardon the interruption on one of the screens here at FanDuel. The headline is, crucial game for Eagles tonight, question mark. No, no, they want to go uh, one and three, guys. <laughs> no, it doesn't important. matter. Uh, Thanks, ESPN. Five minutes of debate on that? Oh, my God. Is it a crucial game? Yeah, it is. Okay, so we only got about five more minutes with you, Capper. It's always a pleasure. Um, NFL football. What's another game? I brought up that Bills game. Bills are getting seven points. Yeah, boy, it's too bad. Harrison Phillips is hurt. Big loss on the D line. It is. But it what is. do you make of that game or another other games? Do you like any game? Give us a game. Well, in that, you uh, like. in that in that Patriots game, I like the under a ton. Those are two absolutely legitimate defenses. That is going to be a very close game. It's going to come down to the wire, and I'm not sure who gets the ball last in that one and wins. Um, but under 42 and a half is worth the swing for sure. Um, I, I can make no sense as to why they lined this Chiefs game minus six and a half. The Chiefs are first time ever in a dome playing the most efficient pass offense that I've seen in my life. Uh, and here you go up against the Alliance team that's going to be without their primary defensive back in Darius Slay. This sets up perfectly. The Chiefs are going to pick their number in that one. Uh, I laid the six and a half on the road there without even thinking twice. Um, a couple of the road teams, I think I'm buying low here on the, uh, on the Cleveland Browns. I think they're, I don't expect them to get a win in Baltimore, but they play the Baltimore Ravens tight. They're a familiar opponent. Bart Baker Mayfield prepped for them two times last year. He knows exactly what he wants to do against this defense. Uh, the defense didn't look great against Kansas City. They played their hearts out on, in, that, uh, in that game. It's going to be see, tough to see the, uh, the Ravens get up for a second straight week, so I think Cleveland's worth grabbing the points. Uh, I took the points in the Buccaneers against the Rams. I think the Rams potentially looking ahead a little bit to Thursday night against Seattle next week. 
sets up pretty well for the Buccaneers, who are going to be pretty angry coming off that game that they uh, lost to the Giants. They blew that in spectacular fashion. I think they, uh, I think they have a shot here to uh, to give the Rams a scare, maybe even pull off the upset. But ten points is way too many. So that was a nice look. Uh, and then um, I'm on the under in the Sunday night football game. Uh, I am not buying at all Teddy Bridgewater's role in the Saints passing offense. He has checked down Charlie out there, and uh, they were pretty lucky to get that win in Seattle. Uh, they took some fluky plays. It took a fully, fully, uh, you know, full perform from the uh, defense and special teams there to get the Saints in that game. And uh, I think the Cowboys' defense is another, you know, is a totally different beast. Uh, and the Cowboys should get the cover here. Um, I'm a little concerned that they're going to be without wide receiver Michael Gallup. Um, Mari Cooper, the only guy in that offense who can get open if if, Amari, if, uh, if Gallup is out of that game. And uh, that, that limits their pass offense a little bit and, and makes it a little bit more of a tighter, kind of a one-score game sort of situation. But 47 points is way too many. So uh, I like a couple unders and a, and a bunch of road teams this week, uh, including our Eagles. Yeah, Will Capper uh, with us. Uh, you didn't bring up uh, the New York Giant uh, game, Will Capper. Oh, oh, People oh. are pretty polarized uh, with uh, with Danny Dimes. Um, listen, Kurt, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner said that that was the best game that an NFL quarterback's played this year. What? Not just like oh, a yeah, great rookie what? performance. Yeah. Wow. Kurt Warner okay. said. Okay. It was the cleanest. Look at. I'll find the quote. I, yeah, the exact. I remember the exact quote was, as far as reading, scanning the field, reading. He said that was the cleanest and best quarterbacking out of any quarterback play yet this year. That you know. I now I don't know if you watched the game, but this kid, dude, he stands. He's tall. He stands strong in the pocket. You know, this kid, man, buildings, like, they could be an earthquake around him. He doesn't move. It's almost a sure. fault because he fumbles a bit because he doesn't realize that people are that close to him. But he has no fear in him, and the reads, the progressions are unbelievable. Now, that's Kurt Warner. He's a Hall of Famer. That's him saying this, not me, but i am bought 100% in. I'm, not, I'm glad that people are like, oh, it's just one game because, you know what? He's going to light the F up the Washington Redskins this week, and suddenly the New York football Giants are going to be a 2-2 two and two football team. Agree or disagree? Giants minus three. Lay it. I think the Giants get the win, but uh, a lot of it, I think, kind of boils down to their defense more so than Danny Dimes. I love Danny Dimes' performance to this point. You know, his performance was great. But to say it was the best quarterback performance of the year was is not correct. <laughs> he did, Kurt Warner must have skipped the uh, Lamar Jackson versus the uh, the Dolphins week one. He must have skipped Pat Mahomes last week because you know they, they're on a complete different level. That said, Danny Dimes should get uh, should be able. Well, to he did. He defense. did. He throw two. He did throw two touchdowns and rush for two. Yeah, Four touchdowns. Yeah, he's, yeah he's just, it's, right. it, it was good. It was good. It was good. Well, Capper. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, Marantzina is in-game live crew tonight from the Sports Grid studio at FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowmans. They'll be walking you through live betting throughout the game. 
Gabe likes the Eagles tonight, getting the points on the road. Join him and take a shot by opening up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com where you receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open up a new account and claim your free wager up to 500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details and call in and tell the viewers and listeners why you agree or disagree with the picks of the Eagles covering tonight. We'll take one phone call that thinks the Eagles are the play tonight and one thinks the Packers are the play at Lambeau. 844-843-6879. That's 844-843-6879. Enjoy the football tonight, Marenzi. Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we do enjoy it uh, by uh, cashing some uh, some winners uh, this evening. I see a couple of props that catch my eye uh, tonight in this football game, and I see a great tweet uh, here. Um, the Goodyear blimp. I actually took a, a shot, a picture. The Goodyear blimp was here the other night, Cam. It was pretty cool. Nice. I was out in the parking lot uh, doing my thing, and the blimp was right over me. So I took a couple of shots. It was during the Monday night game, the Jets and the Browns. Only comes around for big games, not always here. <laughs> so, for one reason or another, <laughs> the Goodyear blimp was uh, flying uh, over the Jacksonville Jaguars practice today. Ugh. So somebody's got a shot of, <laughs> of the, the blimp. <laughs> and it says, Goodyear blimp hovering near Jaguars practice. And the Jags aren't even playing the Patriots. Uh, great tweet. And, uh, of course, like someone from Barstool, which is Boston, says might be the single worst tweet I've ever seen. It's like, are they, like, Patriot fans? Like, they don't realize, like, they, they're in denial, right, that they're cheaters and stuff like that? Like, they act like it never happened. Like, they're like, oh, you just hate us because you're not us and stuff. Like, it's really like we live in an era now, Cam, where people are, they're like, no, no, sky's not blue. It's not black at night. No, no. It's like, I don't know why Patriot fans, you guys get offended that people think you're cheaters when you've been caught cheating repeatedly over the last 18 years. <laughs> it's oh, not like, Cam, yep. like they cheated when they won the Super Bowl in 2002. It's pretty crazy, but my career coexists with them. As crazy as it is, Cam, I started 2002. They started the run. That was my first Super Bowl, that Ram Super Bowl, on the air. I was on right after the game. That was the first one. So I've been along for the whole run, dude, along the on the air the whole damn time. And they cheated then, and they're still cheating up to today. Now, I don't know what they're doing now besides signing scumbags. But, um, you know, the deflate gate a couple of years ago, like, it's just been constant, man. Like, they're just, you know, they're a constant sleazeball organization. It's not like you can say, well, it's not their fault Aaron Hernandez killed somebody. Well, whatever. You guys knew he shot people, and you drafted him anyways. You knew about Antonio Brown. You did it anyways. Their owner, I don't see other owners getting busted in massage parlors. They do. Like, they really are just like sleazeballs. <laughs> like, that's all the best way to put it. You know, Tom Brady knocked up that actress, Bridget Monaghan, dumped her while she was pregnant yep. to hook up yes, with Giselle. Did. You know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady didn't want people to know that he was a million percent on board, right? Like there's a little, he's all pissed off because it got out. The craft told people that Tom Brady was all on board. Tom Brady told Antonio Brown he could stay at his house. 
And then after, he's like, oh, no, I, you know, I never won. I don't make decisions about who's on the team. Like, he's such a phony, just, it's not, like, people think that he, it's because he beats the Bills. I just don't like phony people. And the Patriots are just, you know, he's so phony. He's like this goody-two-shoe phony guy that is, one, because his coach, like, gives him this inside information type stuff. And he's just all G-shucks. I mean, Cam, remember, like, all he had to do, Cam, and I brought this up the other day about him with Tom Brady. The deflate gate stuff, Cam, was no big deal, bro. I agree. You know what I mean? I, everyone's looking for an edge. Nobody cares. Yep. Yeah, it was a little yep. advantage, and it is true. The Patriots, yeah, you do, it's easier to hang on to the football, guys. For you sure. can catch it a little bit better. You, you can clutch it. It's not Especially a coincidence. If you look at running backs... Yeah, it's exactly, Cam. Like, Corey Dillon used to fumble all the time with Cincinnati. Yep. He never fumbled with the Patriots. Like, there's a lot of running. Like, it was the ball was just a little softer. But the thing is, some guys make the ball harder. Like, guys do mess with the balls. Guys are on the sidelines screwing around with them. You see it all the time, right? Like, it's just a quarterback preference. No one's ever bitched about it. But my whole point is, all Tom Brady had to say after was, yeah, you know what? I didn't realize it was such a big deal. You know, I thought the balls were a little hard. You know, just, you know, I, give me the fine. Whatever it is, I accept it. I'm sorry. Won't happen again if it's against the rules. You know, instead, what did he do, Cam? He took a hammer to his cell phone. <laughs> and, and so he pulled like a Hillary Clinton. Delete, 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 smash, smash, smash. It's like, what are you hiding, bro? What are you smashing your phones for? problem it's a problem uh, that's another thing uh two things about the pagers i wish we rode them and we'd be rich you bring up a really good point about bridget monahan when me and my girlfriend are watching that show blue blood she's angry but it's real right around the time too like she's really really angry not just her character you could tell she wants to punch tb right in the face for doing all the things he did to her you're absolutely correct about that but what what have we learned Marenzi? the problem is these guys it's it's almost like the NFL's their darling. They can't do anything wrong. It almost feels like Illuminati type of stuff. You can't touch us, even when there's a problem, like with Kraft and all that stuff. He's it's just everything gets brushed under the rug, buddy. Some people in life they just find ways to get through everything, and other guys take the brunt for it. It's like the guy who smokes weed and goes to jail for twenty years. Yet a guy rips off a senior and takes every cent that they ever have, and he does like no time at all. You know what? You get you get home uh, ankle service for a month. The world's not fair, buddy. It's just a, it's a Patriots world. We're living in it. I hate them, too. I hate that team. I hate everything about them. I'd love to see them lose. The problem is I'm the guy that gets hurt in the end because I bet against them, and they always cover. Yeah, they, they're not always, but they have this little I, recent run they're the on. Giants. This, you know, their 16th the run. No, nah, but there's no, no. Out of nine Super Bowls, they're four and five they, against they, the spread only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're but, not... Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Good point. You're right. No, no. It's, it's, and there's more than just the Super Bowls, Cam. But as I was going to say, the last couple of years, they have been really good against the spread. And what's amazing is they're such big favorites all the time. That's what's crazy. Like, they're big favorites, and they're still good against the spread. Right. Yeah, look at their schedule. It's amazing. It's incredibly soft, man. Like, it's it just, you know, and the problem with the Bills is they actually get up for the Bills games. It's a division rival. They, you know what I mean? They don't really care about the Jets and, anymore and, and the Dolphins. They actually get fired up for going into Buffalo because it's so hostile and people hate them so much. They feed off the hate the Patriots. It's one thing. They do. The more they're hated, the more they like it. So it's unbelievable, man. Tom Brady, 
is 30 and 3. 30 and 3 against the Buffalo Bills in his career. <laughs> 33 games, he's won 30 of them. 30 and 3. Yeah. What's that percentage? Was that 90? In- <laughs> what the? That's nuts. Oh man. Yeah. He's 15 and 2 in Buffalo. We have gotten him twice. He's 15 and That's- 2 in Buffalo. It's even more impressive. <laughs> we- God. That's we got good. him about five years ago, four years ago. The, the Bills got Brady about three, four, four five years ago. Um, it's too bad Harrison Phillips is out, but I really do. I really legitimately think, and, you know, I don't, I don't look at this game from a Bills fan perspective. I look at it from an outsider perspective, and I sort of sat on the game all week thinking about it, but... I could see the Bills getting in Tom Brady's face. The Bills' defense is one of the best defenses in the NFL. And they you talked about it. They played them incredibly tough last year with backup quarterbacks. The Bills' offense is much better this year better. than it was last year. Devin Singletary would really help just to have a little youth to go along with, uh, with Frank Gore, but... I, you know, I don't know. Last night, it sort of popped in my head that the Patriots win by three. That they escape again somehow. That we're right there. The question is, Cam, can Josh Allen beat Tom Brady? The Bills' defense is going to make plays. Right? They'll make plays. There'll be a couple of stops. They're going to get the Bills the ball back. Josh Allen needs to make plays. And not just when they're trailing. Like, you know what I mean? They need to put points up on the board. And Josh Allen's been really good this year. But... In every game, he's had these little lulls. For right? sure. He's still I developing. Agree. It's only his second yep. year, guys. You know, he's, you know, he missed like five, six games last year, too. So he's much better, though. Like, he's a real NFL quarterback now. He's got a freaking cannon, which bails him out of a lot of trouble. It's just, it's like, can he put together 60 minutes, a.k.a. three and a half hours of high-level intensity? I don't know if he can yet. I'm looking forward to seeing the test, though, Ken. I think he can. The problem is, he's yes, a lot of those third downs, he's going to have to keep the sticks moving. The problem that I have with this whole damn scenario is I can't believe that the Patriots' defense has even improved. That's the problem. If I, if I would have had the Bills against an old Patriot defense, I'd be smashing the money line in this game. But I know New England plays in the tough division, and they haven't played great opponents. But, Gabe, their defense has been very, very good. And what Belichick teaches, it's a, it's a system that everyone complies to. They implement it, and they do it very, very well. I'll give that coaching staff a lot of credit. The fine-tuning the details, it's going to be up to Josh Allen to use his feet and arms to extend. It's going to be a lot of those third and fours. They're going to have to get those first downs, and I think they're going to be there. I'm with you. I think they can win this game. I think it's going to be real tight, and I think it comes down to the last possession. And another thing, when Tom Brady, when they get in his face and hit him and hurt him and stuff, don't let him talk to the referees. Send it, send a representative, too. Make sure he doesn't work these guys over. And, hey, Phil, I'll be at your cookout. Uh, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. T- say, tell Linda I say hi. It's all that stuff. I, that's the one thing that drives me nuts. Other quarterbacks get shoo, shooed away, but Brady has like basically a sheriff's badge. He can do whatever he wants. And yeah, throw a flag. They hit me too late, ref. That's the stuff that pisses me off. It's going to be a fun environment in Buffalo sure will. on Sunday. Awesome. And I agree with you. I agree with you. Well, look, even earlier in the year, the referee told the guy in the Dolphins to leave yeah. Tom Brady alone. Yeah, leave Tom Brady alone. What do you mean, leave him alone? What the hell does that mean? He's a football player. Yeah, he's like, leave him alone. That's disgusting. Like, that's, that's like, that referee (laughs) should be fired for for that. Like, that's honestly, like, I'm not even saying that, like, 
just throwing that out there. You cannot say one player has an advantage over another player, but that's the world that we live in, right? Oh, the NBA, oh, he got the veteran. Well, basically the ref... Bullshit. (laughs) Basically the ref is saying that you're on the Miami Dolphins and he's Tom Brady, so stop hitting him so much. Yeah, don't try. Like, I guess like after the play... Yeah, like a couple of times, Buddy gave Brady the business after the play a little bit. Like getting up and stuff, he pushed down yeah. on him. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. I like it. Standard stuff that every quarterback goes through. Actually, not everyone quarterback goes through. It's funny. I remember Terrell Suggs said that. He was talking about how he hits different quarterbacks differently. And he was talking about, like, he goes, you know, people like Pittsburgh Steelers and Baltimore Ravens, big rivals, obviously. Yep. And he said, though, that he respects Ben Roethlisberger. He said, man, I smoke Ben Roethlisberger, and he's never complained. Yeah. He'll, he'll go good hit. He'll be like, wow, you really you really got me there, man. <laughs> Andrew Luck did that, too. I saw Andrew Luck. He'd be like, man, that great hit. So, like, Ben Roethlisberger would be like, damn, man, Terrell, you got me there, bro. And Terrell Sugg said, I'd always help him up after. And he goes, because I respect him. He goes, Tom Brady cries to the referees. Yes, and he goes, he I tried to hurt Brady. Terrell Suggs says, he goes, when I play the Patriots, I do try to get to Brady. And he goes, because Brady cries like a bitch all the time to the referees all game. And he goes, he started talking. He goes, Aaron Rodgers does it. He was going through quarterbacks. that, And he goes, people, he said, people don't like Brady in the league because of that. Then, like you said, man, it's like he's the, the kid of the refs or something. He's in the huddle with the refs. Exactly. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage uh, continues. I am Renzi. We're at the Sports Grid Studios in New Jersey. FanDuel Sportsbook. MetLife Stadium in the shadows at the uh, Meadowlands uh, Racetrack. And uh, we've got uh, quite a few tracks, actually, uh, in business. Uh, yeah. We've got the uh, Yonkers Raceway, uh, first post, uh, 650. Golden Gate Fields uh, racing uh, right now. Uh, I saw they had a little golf stream going on uh, earlier in the day, Cam. I think golf stream's still going on. They're just in between races uh, right now. Uh, the Downs, Ad Mohegan Sun, Pocono. Hollywood Racing. Where's that? Hollywood, Florida? Yeah, um, could be, yeah. I think Hollywood is Florida, yep. Uh, man, there's a lot, lot of tracks, Cam. There's this, man, there's a lot yeah, of... I'm always done. amazed by how many tracks there are. Oh, there's tons. And yeah, you're right. I might get something at Gulfstream before they close up. I actually hit race eight at Gulfstream. Ninja Dust. He came second. Uh, I did pretty good. It was actually Ninja a nice day Dust. Today. Yeah, Ninja Dust. Good name, eh? Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, Belmont's been running a little <laughs> bit earlier. These guys are smart. They don't want to race into the night while the football games are going on. They get the afternoon degenerates out there. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> very, very smart, right? You get that over and let the other tracks run into the football game. They're taking care of business in the afternoon. Um, Tom Brady, our boy Pete just sent us a quote from Tom Brady talking about playing the Bills this week. Tom Brady on playing uh, in Buffalo and trying to ruin uh, Bills' hopes. 
You go in there uh, with the 46 uh, active man roster, your coaches, and a few fans in the crowd. But I think it's always gratifying when you go there, and by the end of the game, you look up, and there's only Patriot fans left. That's pretty cool, says Tom Brady. Uh, here we go. Like Somebody's <laughs> got to punch this guy in the mouth, and they need to beat him. They need to beat him. Like Somebody needs to just like decapitate him and beat him in Buffalo. I'm with you, buddy. All right. We're going to jump into the props. Uh, we'll run through uh, We'll run through this game from a prop perspective. We'll jump in. We had Whale Capper talking NFL football. We'll jump in. We'll talk some other NFL games. I got my best bets right here on the sheet. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you, Metal Matt and Yang. Hey, everybody. I'm Cam Spring. There's sports good news and betting up and on the grid, everybody. Despite his intention uh, to end the holdout today, Melvin Gordon plans to move on from the Chargers when the season's over. This from ESPN. Gordon is scheduled to hit free agency in 2020, likely to seek a contract among the NFL's top-paid running backs. The 26-year-old hoping for that $13 million a year. It's a lot. The Chargers were unwilling to meet his request after Gordon per- granted a permission for a trade. Over the holdout, he's lost over $989,000 in base salary and will be subject to $1.2 million worth of fines due to the three-game holdout, according to Adam Schefter. But, Gordon, some good news here. He could still earn $4.62 million in base salary for the rest of the 2019 season. He's not going to suit up uh, Sunday, but could make his debut week five versus Denver. And head coach said when he's ready to rock, he will start. The NFL has dropped its proposal for an 18-game regular season slate in the next collective bargaining agreement. It's instead focused on expanding to 17 games, not 18. The new proposal will purportedly also include the reduction of one or two preseason games to start the season. The current CBA expires in 2021. Saquon Barkley won't need ankle surgery after all. A noted specialist recommended that the Giants star running back. He should not go undergo surgery to repair that injured ankle. This according to the NFL Network. Barkley had been seeking a second opinion on his high ankle sprain with surgery considered one of the options. The former Penn State Nittany Lions star rushed for 237 yards so far this season and is reported to be out four to eight weeks. Wayne Gallman will take the reins for the Giants at MetLife Stadium in week four Sunday versus the Redskins. Finally here, NFL Thursday nighter. Let's hope it's a good one. Philadelphia and Green Bay Packers minus four, total 47. Kickoff at 8.15 p.m. First quarter, Green Bay minus a half. Total nine and a half. First half line, Packers minus three. Total 22 and a half. The NFL also announcing today, we talked about it, Jennifer Lopez along with Shakira. They'll be headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. So a lot of people happy about that one. NCAA football, one game Thursday night. Navy at Memphis. The Memphis Tigers favored by 11 and a half. Total 54. Kickoff 8 p.m. Eastern. If you like the first half line, Memphis minus seven, 27 and a half. The Brew Crew, they done it again. Milwaukee clinched yesterday. They sweep the Reds today. The Brewers, seven straight win, 11 of their last 12. They beat Cincinnati 5-3 today. Anderson, the win. Castillo, the loss. Hayter, save number 37. Arcia, three RBI in the victory. Minnesota hammering Detroit 10-4. Smeltzer, the win. Zimmerman, the loss. Boston and Texas Rangers beat the Bosox 7-5. Congratulations to Mike Miner. He gets the win. Also, over the 200K mark this year, Weber, the loss. Leclerc, the save for Texas. Dodgers and Padres, L.A. up 1-0, bottom of eight. Pitchers duel, Colorado and San Fran. Giants up 3-2 in the bottom of six. And Philadelphia and Washington Nationals up 3-1 in the bottom of the five. They got the bases juiced. 
Rest of the lines here, 705 Cubs, minus 20 cents at Pittsburgh, eight and a half. Quintana versus Musgrove. We got 710 action. Miami at the New York Mets. Mets minus 280. Total eight and a half. Yamamoto versus the Wheeler Dealer. 810. We got Cleveland minus 85 cents at the White Sox. Savali versus Dylan Cease. Total nine. 1007 action. Houston Astros minus 240 at the Angels. Miley versus Barea. Total nine and a half. And the late game tonight. Oakland laying 260 at Seattle. Total nine. Manaya versus King Felix Hernandez. NBA, the league notifying teams this week that they must certify and submit the exact precise height and age for every player within the first week of training camp. Sources telling Mark Stein of the New York Times, height will now be measured with players' shoes off as well. Players notorious lying about their age and height for years. NBA's G League, they're going to experiment with a single foul shot this season, which will make free throws worth one, two, or three points depending on the infraction. In order to reduce game times, they think this measure could uh, save six to eight minutes per contest. Hockey news, Guy Lafleur expected to make a full recovery. He had heart surgery today. Hopefully everything goes good with Guy. Round one of the PGA Tour Safeway Open from Wine Country in Napa Valley. This is whale cappers type of tournament and territory. Adam Scott leads at minus seven with the big story of the day. Former NFL quarterback and broadcaster Tony Romo went low. Two under, a great performance by him. He's only five shots off the lead. And right now with another good round, he could make the cut. European Tour Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship from Scotland. South African Justin Walters went low today, minus nine after 18 holes in the first round. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Barenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. He's live from the Sports Grid studio at the Meadowlands. We'll talk the NFL Thursday nighter, some props, some picks, and a whole lot more. Thanks to Will Capper for dropping by in uh, Hour 1. Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio on Sports Grid is coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage. Get on the grid. Sports grid. Zumo TV channel 719. I'm Arendtsy with the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. Meadowlands in the Sports Grid uh, studios. Great, uh, great facility. It's going to be a great time here uh, tonight. If you're in the area, uh, come on uh, down and um, take in the Green Bay Packers and the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm just uh, putting together my card for this evening and already, uh, already up to a six pack, Cam. Uh-oh. Already up to a six pack. Can we make it a 12? Yeah, I got a six pack and nothing to do. Well, I got a six pack and I don't need you. Oh, well, you so says that uh, black flag. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Henry. We yeah, got I need the importer to too. I do need you actually. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You need me, and we got something to do tonight, and that's watch football. I like Henry Rollins, but he's wrong in this case. <laughs> we got lots. All right, so we're talking about this game. The money line's going up. You get the Eagles now at plus yeah. one sixty-eight. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. I will listen. I am all about the money line. This game probably will be close, though. They're extremely evenly matched football teams. I do think the Eagles are going to win this game outright, but I'm not going to lie, Cam. I will have a piece of the Eagles at plus four uh, as well. The other day, I did just have money lines, uh, but I do think this is going to be a close game. So I'm taking the Eagles on the money line. I do think the Eagles are going to win. We talked about it earlier, guys. The, The Philadelphia Eagles... Despite all their injuries, they've really been in every game. So they came back in the second half against the um, 
They came back in the second half against the Washington Redskins in week one. Yep. You saw that Atlanta game. Basically, every damn play, somebody got hurt on Philadelphia, and Atlanta needed a miracle play with Julio Jones late to win the football game still. It was a close game. They lost by four. Same thing. They lost by three last week, and yeah, they didn't have wide receivers, Cam, but they didn't lose because of that. They ended up losing because of special teams. Yeah, I So, agree. you know, they lost by three. So they've lost by four. They've lost by three. They haven't lost by more than four points, and we're getting four points, and I think they played better. I do believe in what we talked about earlier with Whale Capper as well about Doug Peterson is 4-0 and on Thursday Night Football. Yep. Carson Wentz is 3-0 and on Thursday Night Football. They Matt LaFleur's it. never coached a Thursday Night Football game before. He's never prepped on a couple of days' notice. Peterson has done this before and is very good. And as Whale Capper alluded to, Peterson gets ready like two weeks in advance for these games. So, you know, the, the Eagles are ready to go. Not to mention, you have a much more desperate football team tonight in the Eagles. You know, like I said, Cam, I, you know, wouldn't, listen, if the Packers win, I think it'll be like some late Aaron Rodgers magic or a late Mason Crosby field goal. I don't think they win by five points, but I think the Eagles are going to win the game. Oh, yeah, a little play on the plus four as well, but I'm comfortable with a money line play here. Yeah, I'm going to take the points, and I'll be uh, sprinkling on the money line as well. I will take the four because I think it's going to be a really tight game, but I advise you, yeah, if you think the Eagles can cover, go on the money line game, but I'm taking the points big time, and I'm also going to tease it to the over. Give me the 11, over 40. Yes. All right, we'll start to jump into some of these props. Game time decisions continues. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Eagles win. Eagles are going to win. Is he saying the Eagles are going to go down, Will, or is he saying the Eagles are going to win? All right, he's on the Eagles, this guy. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we got to get the, the the escalator cam. We got the we got the cameras pointing the wrong direction, yeah. although I know Cam escalator. does enjoy seeing the regulars here. Can we get a I shot do. of that? Is it possible? I know it would shake things up when I asked uh, for that uh, before. I like to um, look to the side and see the horse players with the shady the, the one guy, Gabe. He always watches you while you're talking. He's got a huge boiler. He's got those like real bad, like kind of like blue blocker glasses. And he's got his horse program and he kind of looks over like when you're talking and then he looks back at the races. The guys lingering around the table, they're real classics. I, they, they, those guys make my afternoon. I love those guys. <laughs> they're great. <laughs> Gotta love I the saw the shots players. last night. It was full. And I know there's a, there's a Filipino lady that's here every night too. And I know she was getting a lot of camera time. Um, it's actually kind of quiet though though. it's uh it's it was busier about an hour ago i guess yeah the races are starting to uh wind down there's different crews though right there's the day crew and then there's the night crew there's a few people that are here all day there's a few people that are here all day uh but uh, there's you know there's different uh different crowds here all right so let's jump into this uh football game as far as the props are concerned one thing, and I'm a little concerned about this, is 
the Philadelphia Eagles, they are incredibly slow starters. Yes, like they, they are. are a real big second half team, and the Green Bay Packers conversely have actually been very good in the first half. They've, 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 that's the the Packers' mo this year. They get up on you, and then they just sort of waste time and run the ball. The Green Bay Packers have twelve sacks on the season. Twelve sacks. All right, they're they're getting after the quarterbacks, and Carson Wentz is mobile, but he's also running for his life a lot and he tries to extend plays a lot like he runs into sacks he gets hit a lot he's very Deshaun Watson-ish like Carson Wentz gets hit quite a bit he takes a lot of hits that he doesn't have to trying to make plays but he does get rid of the ball yeah Cam generally and I kick myself generally if I can get a prop uh, the sack prop at under five I generally want a piece of it in today's modern NFL, there's so much passing. The the speed rusher guys are so good. There's generally five, six sacks in the game. I mean, look, Mar- Marcus Mariota got sacked nine times on his own last week on Thursday night. Yep. You got to believe the Eagles to get will get to Rodgers at least a couple of times. Rodgers hangs on to the ball, as Will Capper uh, stated. Um, I remember Lawson on the on the Bengals said that uh, Aaron Rodgers is actually one of the easier quarterbacks in the league to sack because he does hang on to the football. At four and a half sacks, I'm going to bet the over. I'm going to I'm going I think there could be five sacks in this football game. I'm going to go over four and a half sacks, Cam. I'm going to tell you this line the way the juice is, it might go to five and then get even money because it's four and a half over minus one fifty. Four and a half under plus one ten. I know. So I would click on it if you want me to do it. I'm going to do it now because I have a feeling it's going to go to five with more even money. I do. I do want to get some stuff in soon. So I'll do it and right now. I've already want, moved a I'm number right here. Mm-hmm. I moved a number here again today. It happened the other night. Now I know it's real, and I'll tell you why. But I'm not, I'm not going to tell you until everything's in. It's not to hide it from you, yep. but I yep. can't. I got. I'm tired of moving this crap, but I didn't get it in yet. But uh, what do I have left? I'm going to guess four. What's that? 394? 294. Two? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, Dead serious. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, 314. I just claimed a loyalty offer. 20 bucks more. There you go. 314. You sure you didn't? You sure you didn't put any golf picks in? Uh, I'll take a look. No, you got nope, nothing in, nothing in there, all <laughs> empty. That's pretty funny. Now, what about history? The other night, yeah, history, history, history. No, I trust me, I'm not playing on this account anymore. I got to be honest with you. Between me and you, uh, when I logged in today, do you live at this address? Like, I'll talk to you off air. They're giving me a lot. They're shaking you down for like all sorts of stuff now. They're starting to really piss me off. No, there's nothing. Settled bets. Uh, last 48. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Clevenger, Cleveland parlay. I didn't uh, know you had a Cleveland Indians parlay. That's not uh, Dylan Bundy. The Jays lost that night with Panone, Panini, 50 of uh, the Reds. Didn't that baseball parlay uh, win the other night? Uh, no, it was Cleveland and San Francisco. San Francisco lost in 15 innings, so it didn't win. Ah, oh, that's right. I thought it was Cleveland and Houston for some reason. Uh, Ugh. So what'd you say it was? 314. Oh, my God. 314. Got to be smart tonight. All business, no, no, no dicking that's de- around. That's depressing. I'm just. I don't want to be the bearer. Uh, of that right, yeah, no, you're right. I can only do. I can only <laughs> tell you what's there. You know. 
kind of like the bank teller. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I could add a zero, but unfortunately, uh, this is what the way this is the way it's at right. Trust me, I I feel your pain. I'm with different accounts too. I I'd, I'd like to win some money tonight. Had a good night in baseball, but let's you win know what? football. That's, hmm? Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, I've got a six pack here, so I guess it sort of works out. We'll just roll it all over, and it is what it is. I'm gonna play a little bit here actually too. So yep. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Um, so I talk about the sacks, but the sacks aren't yep. isn't on my list here. I didn't put the sacks on the list. I've got Aaron Rodgers over 21 and a half completions. I like Aaron Rodgers tonight. He's He went over this number once. Look, I think Philadelphia is going to score. Green Bay's defense has been good, but we talked about it. They played the Chicago Bears, guys. We've seen the Bears' offense. It's terrible. Like, the Bears, like, didn't score on offense the other night against the Redskins. They got 14 points through. Like, they, they got, they had a pick six. They, had, they scored 28 points. They had a pick six, and they once got the ball on the five-yard line, six-yard line. You know, the Bears' offense is pretty anemic. Um, the Denver Broncos are terrible. Like, their offense is awful. The the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins is choking. Like, he's, he's yeah. choking under the pressure of the contract. They don't sure. trust him to throw the ball. He did throw the ball. He threw a big interception in the end zone, inside the red zone. The Vikings are only good at home when they're against non-division opponents. When they're in tight games, like, speaking of which, Cam, like, normally I would be on the Vikings. I like betting on the Vikings a lot. Yeah. But they're going to lose to the Bears. That number is, like, it's too short. It's short. People just saw the Bears on TV, and they're like, oh, Trubisky's not that good. And, you know, the Vikings this and Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins does not win big games. And another thing, especially on the road, and another thing is, guys, I always tell you about Mike Zimmer and how dominant he is against non-division opponents. And we cashed last week against the Raiders with free money. He's now 23-5 uh, and five against the spread at home against non-division opponents. Mike Zimmer's now 38-14-2 against the spread in his career with the Vikings against non-division opponents. All right? So what does that mean? I mean, he's lost more than 14 games in his life. It means he loses division games. Yeah. That's like the only time they lose in the division. They're going to lose this game. Give me the Chicago Bears. I was looking at the Vikings originally, too, and then the more I thought about this game, I'm like, what are they going to do? The Vikings, if they're in a key situation with that Bears defense, the Bears, don't let that final school a score against Washington fool you. They were kind of dicking around with that game at the end, too. They they were all over Keenum, the turnovers, Gabe. And that's the thing. Cousins has the same MO as Case uh, Keenum. He's a guy, when rattled, will make mistakes. He'll get sacked. He uh, doesn't hold on to the ball. He doesn't protect the ball against Green Bay. Interceptions in the end zone when driving. They'll leave a lot of points on the board, too. So I'm with you. If uh, the Bears just have to win the game, minus two, two and a half, uh, I, I lean Chicago as well. And I was really looking at Minnesota earlier, but the more I think about it, they'll choke. Um, some more props uh, for tonight. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 275 and a half uh, passing yards uh, this evening. I think uh, he gets there as well. I think uh, you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, that is their weakness. That's the whole thing tonight that I'm fascinated about, about this football game. There's opportunities there for both teams. Yes. Like, you know, the Green Bay Packer offense hasn't done anything, but that secondary is terrible for the Eagles. You can throw on the Philadelphia Eagles. 
So can Aaron, will, will Aaron Rodgers throw on the Eagles? You can run on the Packers, but the Eagles haven't run yet this year. Uh, but the Eagles' offense is real good. It's going to be a fun game. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Game Time Decisions continues. Get on the grid. Sports grid. Uh, we got some crazy uh, stuff uh, going on in the real world. Um, and we're not going to get political, but it's just amazing the stuff you can bet on now. As there was always the... Um, you could always bet on will Trump get impeached, Cam. Yes. All right? Like, that. that's, you know, that's always it's been always one. Yet. I just saw... St- yeah, I just saw a story right now. And you know what? I always thought he was going to get impeached. I told people years ago, I said, it's a good bet, actually. I said, Trump will get impeached. The only thing is you got to wait forever to cash it. <laughs> like, True. It's still like it'll still take forever. Like it would be like you literally, you know, you're not going to bet a future bet that you take three years to win, Cam, at minus 130. You know what I mean? Yes. And And that's what it was. But I'm seeing here. This is pretty crazy. There's actually odds out there on the identity of the whistleblower. Now, I don't know how much you're following this story, Cam, but basically there was a a whistleblower uh, about a call to Ukraine that was made and uh, withholding funds, etc. Pretty crazy that, so yeah, they're, they're taking bets out there on whether the whistleblower is a man or a woman. At plus 900 to be a woman. <laughs> I like that. Thinking that could be a woman. Thinking yep. If you think about it, the whistleblower, women don't like Trump, so maybe it would be a woman. But the odds just skyrocketed. Um, they just changed because the New York Times reports that it's a male CIA uh, officer. But it's just crazy the stuff you can bet on nowadays, man. Like, like basically, you can bet on daily news events now, Cam. Like, I get it, like For betting sure. on elections and stuff, but... Like, betting on, like, daily stories now really makes you wonder where the future of, of this, this betting stuff is, is going. It's pretty crazy. It's only going to get bigger, buddy, and that, that's the thing. It's kind of like, know what it's turned into? It's very similar before it was kind of like, oh, betting's taboo. And me and you have been doing this 20 years ago when we got into the business, you know what I mean? And back then, oh, yeah, these guys are in betting and whatever. Now it's funny, all the companies that used to say, oh, we don't want to get involved in betting or putting spreads on their TVs and having lines and stuff like that. But we're not going to get into that. But very similar to British stuff where you're going to see books pop up on the corner, Gabe. You make a little bit of money on the Bolton Wanderers soccer game. You throw a little bit of political bet here. Who's going to do this? It's going to be a potpourri of such, and I agree. I think it's only going to grow. And uh, you know what? Betting makes a good thing better a lot of the time. Life's boring enough. I like to spice it up. It seems to make it interesting. <laughs> People want to go to the bingo parlor at night. You want to go play ponies? Like, in your spare time, what are you doing? I find myself sometimes when I'm sitting there going, just waiting for something to bet on, right? Ponies, horses, college football, whatever. It's just it's part of the lifestyle now, bud. You know that. You're doing it every night. Well, it's like it's like Steve Carroll stated. Why should we give up the one thing that we love? <laughs> when he's at the Gamblers Anonymous meeting. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he goes, we don't need to quit gambling. We just need to get better at it. Yes, exactly. It's a great line. The gambler's an option. He's like, 
He goes, you know, you're not here because you're gamblers. You're here because you're terrible gamblers. Exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great, uh, great scene. We recommend, we recommend that movie. Um, I don't know if you saw the trailer, Cam. I talked about this this morning. We had Brandon Lang on today, talking yeah. about sports and, uh, and gambling movies. But have you seen the trailer for the new Adam Sandler movie? No, I have not. I saw the trailer for the Joker, but no, tell me about it. Yeah, no, this is, and during the commercial break even, I'll tweet it to you or just punch in Adam Sandler or whatever. It's definitely worth it. Yep. It looks awesome. Like, it looks awesome. Like, it's, it's like Adam, it's serious. It's no joke. Like, it's not like uh, Hanukkah Boy or Opera Man yeah. and crap like no. that. You know what I mean? It's not like bathroom Adam Sandler humor. It's like, it's real. Serious. And uh, he's like a jewelry dealer. He's a jewelry dealer who sells jewelry to, like, NBA players. Like, he's a diamond dealer. Mm. Like, Kevin Garnett acts in the movie, like a big role in stuff. And um, he's a degenerate gambler, except betting big money on the games. And he thinks he's got an edge because he deals diamonds and jewelry to NBA players. (laughs) (laughs) Except he gets in trouble. Yeah, it looks intense, bro. Like it's hard to That's describe. Like when you see the trailer, you'll be like, "Oh, it's called uh, Uncut Gems." Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Yeah, yeah. Like it's no, like I said, it's no. It looks really good, man. Like I've watched the trailer like five times over. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, it looks like it looks like he nailed like. Uh, there's a great. There's a couple of great scenes, and even in the trailer, man, he's panicking. Like, and it's like you know that feeling, but you know it's like it's good. Like they got it because he's betting props. Even he's like put it all on the Celtics. The Celtics over. Kevin Garnett rebounds over, points over. He's going all in on Kevin Garnett. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't wait. It comes out in December. This movie comes out in December. And I also brought it up this morning, the uh, yeah, that Joker movie. I'm really looking awesome. forward to it, but oh, I can't wait. I encourage people. I encourage people to probably wait a day or two. Here is there's a lot of uh, dark web chatter, Cam, about um, mass shootings. Oh God! Someone's gonna shoot. Yeah, I don't know why, but these losers attach themselves to the Joker. Makes me sick. He's just a cartoon character, guys. He's a comic book character. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Stop taking his stuff so, like, he's, like, they're, like, uh, if you remember, Cam, in Colorado, that tragic stuff in Aurora, Colorado. I do. It was the Dark Knight movie. It was. Yep. It was the, and there's been, there's been other Batman movies, but there's something about the Joker, and not, like, the cheesy Jokers, but whenever there's, like, a Dark Joker movie, it... It rings people's bells, man, and I don't know, dude, but it's serious. Like, the um, the U.S. Army told their troops, don't go to the movie. They actually said that we've heard that there's going to be shootings. And they told the troops, don't go. Like, basically, like, wait it out. And, like, they actually, like, they're warning people. Um, the, the, the Todd Phillips who did the movie is pissed off, man. He's like, you guys are crazy. You're ruining our movie before it's even coming out. Like... Yeah, people are wacko, Cam. What a crazy era we're in. Like, you know, you're smart not to be on social media because all this crap is social media. People are, like, just crazy, man. Yeah, You well, know, they see, 
Whatever they want to see in anything, Cam. They're like, oh, the Joker movie, he's telling me to shoot people. No, he's not. It's a Joker Batman movie from a Batman story. Like, he's not telling you to shoot anyone. It's like I said this morning. Bert and Ernie aren't gay. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they're gay. They're puppets. It's Sesame Street. They're not gay. You you might want them to be gay. They're not gay. Like, everyone's got a freaking agenda nowadays, Cam. You know what I mean? They even bring puppets into it. Uh, like leave Bert and Ernie alone, man. I, I, you know what? You said some really, uh, really poignant <laughs> point. No, no, honestly, no, no. But honestly, in all seriousness, with the movies, it's a great point that you bring up because due to the shootings, and you know, I watch a lot of that stuff, Gabe, and I watch a lot of these, you know, murder mysteries and documentaries on this type of thing. And yeah, this Joker movie looks absolutely like, from an arts perspective, it looks brilliant. But this is what people do, right? And the thing that really bothers me about it is, if you have a problem with your own life or you're not happy about it. You know what? You can do things to yourself, but uh, these other people have not uh, asked for this. And that's what I hate about these people. It's like, oh, you know, what am I going to do? I'm going to go to a theater and shoot innocent people. Well, if you don't like your if you don't like your life, do something about it or worry about yourself. Don't bring other people into it. But it's a crazy, crazy world. You talk about it. And that's why I'm not on social media. Like, look at the stuff that that even happened yesterday. People, it's not even about opinions and anything else. It's about people like lying and not accepting fact and creating their own reality and spewing it as fact. That's yeah. the whole problem, man. It's a, And I don't want to be any part of that, you know, and I think it's wrong. And, hey, you want to promote shows, you want to promote people that we love, teams and stuff like that, but it's become evil and very, um, there's something about it. It's, it's very sinister, and, and people love to cut people down, and I just don't want to be a part of it. Uh, well said. Um, all right, uh, so game time decisions uh, rolls yeah. on here. We got uh, We got that out of the way. But yeah, yeah so well, at the, I'll send you the point. trailer, Cam. I can't wait. The trailer is awesome. That's how this all started. And we can start talking about the Joker movie that's coming out. But the trailer for the Adam Sandler movie looks great. Like I said, can't wait. Comes out like December. I think it comes out Christmas Day uh, or Christmas week uh, or so. So I don't want to go against everything that we always talk about, about the same game teaser. But I brought this up earlier in the day today. Getting the um, Philadelphia Eagles at plus 11 and over 39 and a half, Cam, is pretty damn attractive. I agree. And the thing is, we practice what we preach, but it doesn't mean you're never going to do it. It's kind of like, you know, when you look at a currency market, Gabe, it's like, oh, okay. Doesn't mean don't force it and do it all the time. Exactly. And that's the problem. And I've been guilty of it before, too. And the listeners know it's on a game. Hey, I'm going to do it. But this one feels good because I like the over of the game and I like the dog. So that becomes really nice. You're right. 11 to 39 and a half. I'm with you on Philadelphia. I found another interesting prop, too. I I, I saw Miles Sanders the last couple games, and I think he's going to be a big part of this offense tonight, Gabe. On Mr. Green, his over receptions is two and a half. If he gets to three, it's plus 140. And his combined rushing and uh, receiving is 59 and a half. I am going over. I think he's going to be a big part of the game tonight. Even he had two catches for over 70-something yards the other game. And I think with all the injuries, he's going to have to be a part of it. And you're getting plus money if he gets three. I think that's going to be one of the props I'm going to take. I'm looking at these props now. Can't bet them all. And that's the thing. I do oh, myself can. in with just too many props yeah. sometimes. So you got you to bite the bullet. I really like the Aaron Rodgers completion prop. Uh, I like that one a lot. I, listen, I think Devontae Adams is pretty much unstoppable. And I don't think the Eagles have anyone that matches up with him. 
uh, tonight. I think he's going to light it up. But I'm gonna I'm gonna play the props in moderation. I'll go bigger on the on the Eli one, um, or on the uh, I call him Eli. That's what happens. I'm staring at giant logos everywhere. <laughs> Aaron, and I just Aaron. saw I just saw a headline. Aaron Rodgers. All right, we'll be right back. The eggs five seconds are like two seconds. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament and setting your lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer or join countless number of people that have thousands of dollars in playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. There's plenty of money with your name on it. Tonight's Thursday night single-game NFL contest. Plus, so why not let the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer help you pad your bank account? If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using the DailyRoto.com optimizer, you're doing wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS, and better results. Enter the promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. <laughs> Thank you very much, Cam. I- microphone. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-oh. The best part is that no one notices. <laughs> it's good. It's fun. Hello. But that's that's the thing that that's the thing that gets me. All right. Uh, so I guess we'll just deal. Uh, uh, yep, yep, yep. We'll deal with the echo. Um. Until it's uh, until it's dealt with. What so do you camp? think? Of <laughs> what do you think about? What other I, I can't, what I can't go on like this. Hey, Yang, Yang, you got to turn the mic off, bro. Like me talking about an echo, like, holy crap, All right, thank you. Um, so, let's get back to the props. Yeah, it's, it's just very freaking distracting. Like, it's like it causes this, like, big echo sound effect. I figured that me talking about it for, like, a minute would sort of... Be a hint for you guys to, you know, realize, oh, I think the mic is on since he's talking about the mic being on. (laughs) I'll just say one thing. I was supposed to do the read at 25, but I did it at 40 because sometimes we don't get in on time. So, anyway, I just did the read at the the wrong section, but continue, Moretzi. It's all good, buddy. It's all good. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm all rattled now. (laughs) I don't even know where I was. Props. All right. So, yeah, we're trying to figure out out the the final props that we're going to put in here. And um, the total sacks, look, I like Devontae Adams over 90 and a half yards, but it's high, man, and you need a clean trip, man, when you're betting over 90 and a half yards. And he's only gone over this number. He's only gone over this number once uh, this year, yet I think tonight he has a big game, yet it's a freaking high number, man. It's a high-ass number. Now, a prop that I saw earlier in the day, and I thought the odds were a little off cam, but I noticed it's come down 15 cents. Is um, Zach Ertz to score a touchdown tonight? I like that. Zach Ertz to score a touchdown at any time. It was plus 175. Now it's plus 160. 
Right now it's plus 160. So it's come down 15 cents, but he hasn't scored a touchdown yet this year, which makes me like it even more, dude. You know what I mean? Like, that's why you're getting value on this. Like, Zach Ertz is too good not to eventually get a touchdown. I think there's going to be some points tonight, yeah. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is back, but like Will Capper brought up, how healthy is Alshon Jeffrey right now? He's not 100%. You can't only throw the ball to Aguilar. Listen, it's not a massive play, but I think that uh, Zach Ertz to score a touchdown tonight at any time is actually a good bet. Oh, I agree 100%. Think about this, Gabe. When you have Jeffrey and Aguilar, what what are what are their benefits during during when they're on the field? It's between the 20s, right? They stretch the field. They have the speed. I've watched Green Bay in that defense. The one thing Ertz does in the red zone, he has that basketball-type body. He can box you out. He will be looked at in the end zone more time. He will get more red zone targets. His over-receptions is five and a half. I love Ertz. I think he's going to go get over five and a half receptions tonight, and I also like the touchdown. He's going to be a big factor for the Eagles tonight. I agree with you 100%. He will be looked at a lot early and often by Carson Wentz. Yeah, I'm going to have to play it. Yep. I'm going to have to play it. I I, I never – I've been good at the, the touchdown prop. I haven't been good at the first touchdown score. That's been the difference. Like, I've been pretty good. Like, the Odell Beckham one, I've hit it on a couple of occasions where I'm like, yeah, this guy is going to score a touchdown. But I don't like betting will a guy score a touchdown unless I'm getting plus money yeah. on it. I agree you know, the Odell that. Beckham thing I did, and it was minus 110. It wasn't a great bet. He did score the touchdown, but – and, you know, it wasn't a great bet. When I see Zach Ertz, it's like, wow. Yeah, plus 175. And, you know, FanDuel evidently agreed or somebody agreed because it came down to plus 160. So I've got a package of picks here, Cam. It won't be the email that I sent to you. I'm going to have to pare it down. And basically, I'm going to have to sort of pick my spots. And numbers are different at different places, right? So I'm sort of like, you know, I got to attack it like this. But this is what I'm going to be playing tonight in this game, guys. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game. We're getting uh, plus 168 on the money line at last check. Let's see here. It is uh, yeah, 166. All right, it came down two pennies. And two cents your change. 166 on the money line. Oh, son of a man. It's three and a half now here, Cam. Oh, my God, it is. But three I, I will say this. On my book that you've dealt with, we have three and a half. But what is your money line there? What's your money line? 166. We got 175. It's interesting. The 175, the money line stayed stationary. The spread has gone down a half. What does that tell you from a guy that's gambling a lot? They're expecting a real tight game. Real tight. Right? They're not even going to get Yeah, and also, where, I'll tell where, you. Where you are. Where you are. It's, wow. I don't I don't like using the term squares and sharps, and I find out a pile of either. crap cam. Because a lot, of, a lot of sharps are broke, and a lot of squares win a lot. So, it's exactly. a pile of crap, that stuff. <laughs> um, You're right. But I will tell you that a lot of people are betting on the Eagles now. Like, I'm not surprised. Like, look, you, me, Whale Capper, we all liked it. Everyone here at uh, everyone here at FanDuel, they're coming up to me. Who do you like? I tell them Eagles. They all say the same thing. Good, good, because that's what I like. I'm glad you're on it. Like the Eagles, the, the Eagles are the pick here. Now we are on the East Coast, right? 
This is somewhat, it's not eagle country, but it's pretty close, bro. Atlantic City's eagle country. This is giant country, but there's there's eagle love here in this place. There's a lot of eagle fans that are here all the time. So I'm not, I'm not surprised that the East Coast is getting this run right now, but they are the play. I do believe the Philadelphia Eagles are the play uh, tonight. So the numbers come down to three and a half, guys. So we got the Eagles plus the points, Eagles money line. Eagles Packers over 47 and a half. I like if the total would come down. That'd be better. Yeah. And it has 46 and a half. Interesting. This teaser looks very, very attractive. What? Like it's No, no, it, I, I'm wrong. It wasn't for it was always 46 and a half. No, it wasn't. It was 47, Gabe. It was I four, just, it was 47 was and on yeah, and on some offshores I saw 47 and a half on one book. On ours, that's Mr. what Green, I thought. Yeah, yeah, confuse you. Yeah, yeah. It's down to it's down to forty six and a half. It's moved too. Uh, Eagles were four. It was four, four and forty seven. Three and a half, forty six and a half. Both down a half. Yeah, that teaser. I think that teaser's in play. You get mm-hmm. the Eagles plus ten and a half over thirty nine and a half. I don't have a problem with that play. All right, so I'll blast through this. So Eagles plus the points. Eagles money line. Eagles Packers over. Zach Ertz to score a touchdown. Uh, at any time, plus 160. Aaron Rodgers over 21 and a half completions. Aaron Rodgers over 275 and a half passing yards. Devontae Adams over 90 and a half re- receiving yards. Over four and a half sacks. And uh, I think the long field goal prop hits tonight between Elliott and Crosby, two good kickers. 46 and a half is a fair number. Very fair. I think that's a very fair number. Out of all these props, the Devontae Mm -hmm. Adams one is the only one that concerns me the most. That's the one at 90 and a half. It's just freaking high, you know? No, I like. And I'm going to tell you, take a look at, uh, you know who's won for us on the props every time we've done the Green Bay games when we did the weekend show? Look at Valdez Scantling. Other than than Adams, he's always the second guy. The problem is they've even caught on. I used to get that guy at 37 and a half. He's 51 and a half now. I would, I would have smashed it if yeah. it was anything like around 40, 40. Like, he's a guy. Aaron Rodgers looks to, to, to get after Adams. That's the guy he goes to, and he's been really, really confident with. But I don't know, man. It's it, it's tough. Hell, he even go to Jimmy Graham uh, sometimes. We think that guy's done. It's going to be interesting. But I think you get, you know what, whose numbers, you get there with Adams tonight. You'll go to him a lot. You know whose numbers are a little low tonight? And I'm not a big Aaron Jones fan. Window Will asked me what I think about Jones tonight. I think he's going to be in play tonight. For sure. Like, his total his total yards, like, pass and receiving yards, it was pretty low, Cam. It was like 56 and a half or something like that. that like, his low. combined, here, let me get it, uh, the combined yardage props. And like I said, guys, you can't play every prop, man. And I'm like Cam and, uh, you know, I'm like Cam at a Chinese buffet, man. I'm like, in, you know, <laughs> I, when I it comes it to props, I can eat a lot of plates. You know what I'm saying? I could easily find 20 props that I would like in this game, but can't do it. You can't bet on everything. What do you got Jones at? All right, total Here, yards. I got 63.5 combined with Jones. It went up. It wasn't that high earlier. It was Aaron like Jones rush. 61.5, I think. 66.5. 66.5. I got 66.5. Wow. They got 63.5 here. Big difference. Three yards? That could be the it's difference value. between losing. Yep, you got to shop around. Shop Dude, that, around. You, you should almost blindly take it, Cam, anytime you get that value. I agree. That's why Riggs did it the other night. 
Riggs put 1200 bucks on my Montgomery prop. Yep. And I asked him. I said after. I said, why the hell would you? Because he's like, you know, he goes, your prop yesterday, I would have won 2300 bucks, but we lost by 10 yards. I said, Riggs, they're prop bets, bro. Yeah. You know, why would you put, like, that big of a bet on a prop bet, on a, on a, on a running back? I said, come on, man, it's Montgomery. <laughs> like, he bet yeah. 1260 bucks to win 1000 back, and he only told me, boom. He said, when you were talking about this, I liked it earlier in the day when I heard you mention it at 61 and a half. And he goes, FanDuel had it at 58 and a half. I had to snatch exactly. that value. And what did he end up with? That's the way he looked at it. He's like, I'm getting, he goes, I'm getting a free three yards. And you saw, he barely went over that number, man. That three yards made a difference. Yeah, he had 62 yards. You would have looked like it's right on the number. I agree on it. No, yeah, exactly. I think it was 63. I think he was 62 or 63. You're right. He barely went over to 61. But, you know, listen, man, I know guys that have made money. I know I told you, man, my Korean buddy in Toronto, he, he admits it. He doesn't pretend that he's some football expert. He goes, I can't name one player on a college football team. You know what he does, man? He looks at the pinnacle numbers. He compares all the books' numbers, Cams. And just being sort of a poker player, blackjack, sort of hustler guy, he knows where the action is. He's a math whip. Like, he can tell, yeah. He's like, Penny had it at this, and Mr. Green had it at that, and there was value of a point and a half. I hit it. Like, he plays the books. It's an interesting approach, but it's an approach that I, I know some other people that think like that too, Cam. Steve Rapp does that. Yes, he You know does. our boy Steve Rapp? Steve Rapp bets tennis like that. He told me, I don't really know anything about tennis, but I kill tennis. And he was taught a trip, trick by an odds maker who basically told him, anytime this number is different at that book, like, you need to know what's the best tennis book. All right, they're sharp as hell. If they're dealing 175s, they know the guy's going to win. You see it at 158 somewhere else, 163, you jump on it, right? Like um, playing numbers is something that we can get into more in depth. But all right, I can't believe the show's done already. Yep. Cam, what do you got? <laughs> Philly plus four, Philly plus 11, over 40, and Miles Sanders everywhere, over 52 and a half rushing, receiving <laughs> combined. Done. I'm all in. All right. May the winners be yours. We'll be back. Uh, check your inbox, Cam. We'll be back at 8 in game live. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. Goodyear blimp. I actually took a, a shot, a picture. The Goodyear blimp was here the other night, Cam. It was pretty cool. Nice. I was out in the parking lot uh, doing my thing, and the blimp was right over me. So I took a couple of shots. It was during the Monday night game, the Jets and the Browns. Only comes around for big games. Not always here. <laughs> so for one reason or another, <laughs> the Goodyear blimp was uh, flying uh, over the Jacksonville Jaguars practice today. Ugh. So somebody's got a shot of, <laughs> of the, the blimp. <laughs> And it says, Goodyear blimp hovering near Jaguars practice. And the Jags aren't even playing the Patriots. Uh, great tweet. And, uh, of course, like someone from Barstool, which is Boston, says, might be the single worst tweet I've ever seen. It's like, are they, like, Patriot fans? Like, they don't realize, like, they, they're in denial, right, that they're cheaters and stuff like that? Like, they act like it never happened. Like, they're like, oh, you just hate us because you're not us and stuff. 
like it's really like we live in an era now, Cam, where people are they're like, no, no, sky's not blue, it's not black at night, no, no. It's like, I don't know why Patriot fans, you guys get offended that people think you're cheaters when you've been caught cheating repeatedly over the last 18 years. <laughs> it's oh, not like, Cam, yep. like they cheated when they won the Super Bowl in 2002. It's pretty crazy, but my career coexists with them. As crazy as it is, Cam. I started 2002. They started the run. That was my first Super Bowl, that Rams Super Bowl, on the air. I was on right after the game. That was the first one. So I've been along for the whole run, dude, along the on the air the whole damn time. And they cheated then, and they're still cheating up to today. Now, I don't know what they're doing now besides signing scumbags. But, um, you know, the deflate gate a couple of years ago, like, it's just been constant, man. Like, they're just, you know, they're a constant sleazeball organization. It's not like you can say, well... It's not their fault Aaron Hernandez killed somebody. Well, whatever. You guys knew he shot people, and you drafted him anyways. You knew about Antonio Brown. You did it anyways. Their owner, I don't see other owners getting busted in massage parlors. They do. Like, they really are just, like, sleazeballs. <laughs> like, that's all the best way to put it. You know, Tom Brady knocked up that actress, Bridget Monaghan, dumped her while she was pregnant yep. to hook up yes, with Giselle. Did. You know, Tom Brady Tom Brady didn't want people to know that he was a million percent on board, right? Like, there's a little, he's all pissed off because it got out. The Kraft told people that Tom Brady was all on board. Tom Brady told Antonio Brown he could stay at his house. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.